Welcome to Fix Your Gym, a podcast about keeping your gear in shape. On this show, we have conversations with gym equipment gurus as we share stories on how they serve the fitness industry and community. And now, here's your host, Adam Niffin. All right, here we go. Welcome to the show. We got my man, Brandon Hudson on. Brandon's got a lot of, lot of different things going on. I'm super excited to have him on, man. Um, you got SBY MMA and fitness, um, as a gym that you own up in North Europe, you're up in the Northeast, right? Yep. Salisbury, Maryland, Salisbury, Maryland. Really awesome, man. And then we got, um, you got a, a few different things going on. We'll get into all of those things, but tell me, tell me a little bit about yourself, man. Tell me a little bit about your MMA gym and, uh, kind of what you got going on up there. Yeah, man. Um, first of all, thank you for having me uh, on the show, man. Um, we linked up, you know, last last meetup that we had, and uh, definitely vibed with you very well. And for sure. I like what you're doing and, and where you're going, man, and and the vision that you have. And um, you know, I'm I'm very honored and blessed to be on on this podcast. So thank you. Um, yeah, I uh, I started off as you know just wanted to lose weight. You know, I started MMA late. You know, in my 30s. Um, you know, really didn't have a background in martial arts or anything like that. I, I grew up like a high school football, basketball, baseball player. Kind of let myself go and. Uh, the intense workouts are what I, you know, really gravitated in light and, um, you know, kind of snowballed into me, you know, giving it a shot and, you know, competing and a series of ups and downs and in and outs and all there in between left me to, uh, you know, to, to go ahead and, and, you know, start my own gym and, and, you know, kind of be, I took the personal trainer route, you know, just being a personal trainer for, you know, you know, generalized clients that were looking to lose weight or get into shape and stuff like that. And, you know, then I would train fighters in the back of this fitness club. And, oh, um, wait, my, wait, when did you, when did you get started in MMA? Sorry, did I miss that? I started, so I'm 40, I'll be 43 in April. So I'm 42 now. Um, I started when I was 29. Okay. And it was like, so if you look at Maryland, you know, people think of Baltimore, Annapolis, DC, you know what I mean? That side, there's a, there's a body of water that separates, uh, that side of the, the Maryland and the Eastern shore, the Delmarva Peninsula. Mm-hmm. And that's where, that's where I'm located. I'm in, uh, I'm in smack dad in the middle of the peninsula. I'm in Salisbury, Maryland. Um, we're about hour and a half, hour, hour and a half from the bridge to Chesapeake Bay bridge. And we're about 30 minutes from the, the Eastern coast. So I'm, I'm more of a beach guy than a city boy. Right. Right. So our area was really, you know, 12, 13 years ago was really like green to how MMA work, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, all the above. And, uh, you know, obviously the sport itself has evolved tremendously in the past 10 years, 15 years. Right. So when I started, I was just working out, you know, with a couple of guys in the back of like home dojos and sheds and karate dojos and stuff like that. And we were just kind of just beating the crap out of each other. So I started, fighting. go ahead. I'm sorry. Is that doing some street fighting? You know, that's kind of how it all starts with the guys, you know, let's do some UFC bro. And you yeah. find out you like know nothing. So it started like that. And I, you know, I started, I started kind of getting the better of all the guys that the gyms I would go to, you know what I mean? And, um, I've always had a passion for MMA. I, I wanted to box when I was a kid cause MMA wasn't really around. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I just, I had to, I had to try it out, man. I had to throw my, throw my name in the pot and, um, a series of events, you know, happened and, and I didn't get, the shit kicked out of me like I, I like I did uh like I seen on TV. So um, I kept trying it and you know started stringing together some wins and started you know fought for the title and you know a couple other things and it just was uh it was just one of those those things where it's just like you know you walk through one door and then a couple other doors open and a couple other doors open and yeah you know 
never did I intend to like go to the UFC or, or even turn pro or anything like that. Um, I didn't think I was good enough to become a champion. I didn't think about none of that, man. And, um, it just, it just snowballed, man. It really did. And there was like a, like a major why behind it. You know, we were a smaller area, smaller town. So, you know, back in 2012 and 13, um, you know, you were still post the 08, 09 recession. Um, we're, we were later on everything than the rest of the world, it seemed like. So, you know, it really started hitting us more like 2010, 11. And, um, you know, just my area, my town, man, we had, you know, a, a little bit of drugs come through here and, and kind of grab a hold of a lot of our friends and family members. We, you know, we had a lot of people were losing their jobs. Um, you know, it was just like my friend's group and the, the lifestyle that I was living in, you know, we were dealing with a lot of like, you know, crazy things, deaths, murders, suicide. I mean, dude, our area was really, really hurting and losing. Right. And I was, for some reason, you know, I had a lot of ticket sales and a lot of people that would support me to come see the, uh, an 0-1 or 0-2 amateur fight mm -hmm. in a low promotion. You know what I mean? I was the highest draw with ticket sales back then. And it just, man, it just seemed like, you know, God or the universe, whatever it is you believe in. I, you know, I do, I do the, the whole Jesus and God thing. Mm -hmm. It just seemed like he was nudging me and saying, look, man, you know, you're, you can go in there and get beat up for 15 minutes and give your team, you know, your, your, your town something to gravitate towards and, right. and cheer for positive. Mm -hmm. And little did I realize that was just kind of like the beginning of where I should have been. And, you know, that's fast forward. Crazy. That's crazy. How, like how, how little things you just start like fighting, you know, with a couple guys, you know, or whatever, and it's not really this big deal. And then it just turns into this lifestyle and this passion, you know, and it just develops into this whole, into you, you know what I mean? Uh, that's, that's cool, man. Yeah. I mean, if, if you, if you really want to go back even farther, man, it, you know, I, I was, you know, I was involved in, um, you know, some criminal activity. I was, a, I was a criminal entrepreneur, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And, you know, been there had, myself. <laughs> had, been, had been one since I was in high school and it just really got, um, you know, if you're an entrepreneur in one thing and you're good at it, you're going to be an entrepreneur in everything and you're good at it. I just should have probably used my, yeah. my skills, focus on something more positive. Right. Take that same mindset and shift it to something positive. And yeah, hundred percent. So, you know, that was like, I was kind of battling the confliction of living dual lives while I was fighting and people were cheering for me and all this other stuff. So, um, you know, once I kind of hung up the gloves the first time, you know, I was, you know, I was like a two, two, four and one, you know what I mean? I'd fought for the title. I'd lost it. You know, I was, I was never really truly committed to the developmental side of, of the fundamentals of MMA and martial arts and jujitsu and stuff. I was just kind of, I would train really hard and dedicated for an eight week, 12 week camp. And then I would be off, you know, doing my bullshit and then back and forth, back and forth. So, yeah. um, you know, I ended up getting, you know, and my, my, my lifestyle caught up with me and I ended up, uh, sitting, you know, going to jail for about a year and, uh, you know, I'm a convicted felon. So then it was like, really my back was against the wall and I knew that I didn't want to go back to that lifestyle. So uh, that's when I just like decided that I was going to do, you know, back in um, 2015, I was like, man, I'm just going to, I'm going to just train. I'm going to try to start my own program and, and train personal training clients to make money and see where it goes. And yeah, I got, I was with a, a fitness club. They'd give me a chance. And again, I'm, I'm a, I'm a numbers guy, man. I just produce a lot of numbers. So, you know, I had about 250 people just show up and sign up to the gym and support right. me and stuff like that. And I was, I was running like about 25 to 30 personal training clients a week. And, you know, I was just really trying to figure out how to rob people to pay Paul, how to budget, how to do all this stuff that I should have probably known, you know, without major access to a lot of cash. Um, and then, and then that's when, you know, I decided to fight again and, and give it another shot and take it more serious and develop more serious. And, mm -hmm. um, went on to win two titles and, 
once that happened, it was like, okay, we're getting popular. People know me. I'm, you know, it's time to start looking to, to, to expand this, this operation a little bit more. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, so you said a couple things there that, that kind of sparked some, some questions. Um, I, I, I recently started when we talked a little bit about this too, when we, when we met up down at, at the meetup in, in Texas, uh, but I just recently started martial arts myself and it was like, a you know, it's American Kimpo. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one of the, one of the, the main reasons I was drawn to that form of martial arts is it kind of has some of the traditional, you know, karate, um, you, you know, type of things in it. And, and I went into that dojo there and I saw all the kids there, you know what I mean? And they were, they had all the kids set down, you know, on the mats and they were teaching them that, you know, spiritual concepts and things like that, things like patience and perseverance and things like that. And, and, uh, and you mentioned kind of one of the things that, you know, you, you were missing, I think, or when you were younger is that spiritual aspect of, of your training and things like that. So can you touch on that a little bit about, you know, you said you're a man of faith, but like, how does that play into your training? You know, a lot of people might look at fighting and think like, oh, that's, that's violent. You know what I mean? Or, or, or things like that. But anybody who's actually been involved in it knows that there's so much more to it than, than just that, you know, I mean, there's a spiritual aspect to it, um, learning discipline in your life and things like that. So can you touch on that a little bit? Yeah, it's funny you say that because before, you know, when I was just training as a fighter, before I, you know, I got locked up and decided to open my own business, um, I was training down um, in, in, a, in a few towns over at this karate dojo. And a couple of us after the karate class, you know what I mean? I would come in and I would, we would do our MMA stuff, right? My, my coach, my head coach, who happened to be, uh, an eighth degree black belt in Carter Jitsuru, which is our style. He did MMA and that's what he really enjoyed. And, and, you know, he's always looking to grow his martial arts based. So I was always training for, you know, to get ready for a fight. You know what I mean? I'm training to, you know, fight in a cage, fight for my friends, fight my family and all that. Mm-hmm. Well, um, one day that I showed up probably about a couple of years in, um, you know, and I, and I really had no want to do karate or appreciation for it, to be honest with you. And, they were testing and it was a bunch of kids. They had like 50 kids in there and they were testing and it humbled me so much because I saw like me, I'm trying to train hard and build up and do all this great stuff for a big cage fight. Right. Well, I see these 10 and 15, 16, you know, 10 year old, 13, 15, 16 year olds that are doing the same kind of dedication training and pressure that I have for a freaking stripe or a belt. Mm-hmm. And that really humbled me back then. And, you know, there was always been a couple of touches and, and, and a couple of things that would, you know, kind of remind me and nudge me in a way. But I guess to answer your question fully, you know, I, I've always, I've always like said, you know, praise God and give it up to God and give God the glory. Right. The issue with me was, is that I thought that God gave me free will to run the show and that I was in control. Right. So, you know, I was saying, you know, yeah, praise God, praise God, give God the glory, but I got this God, you know, let me do my thing. You know what I mean? Don't worry. I got this God, right? What'd you put me on this earth for? And when I got locked up, you know, that's when I really saw how lack of control that I had. And mm-hmm. even when that happened, I mean, there were so many different phases that I had to really overcome and work through and, and layers I had to, had to do the work with where I realized that I wasn't necessarily in control and I wasn't necessarily the one running the show and all of the things that I thought that I had built up and I thought that I had made for myself was really God just prepping me for my audience and for my what's to come. Right. And that's when I realized, and it was, it was 
I think I was about three or four months in when it, when it, when it really hit me that I realized that I was completely wrong about it all. And, you know, I'm not a holy roller, you know what I mean? I'm not a guy that goes to church every Sunday and Bible thumps people and stuff like that. My relationship with God and Jesus Christ is very strong. Mm -hmm. I'm not one to tell you that you only have to pray to God and Jesus Christ. I think that, you know, we, there's so much that as men and flesh, we don't know. And I think, I think that just faith is just important period. No matter who you pray to, we'll probably get a all, we'll probably all get a good laugh when we realize we're praying to the same woman anyway. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, that's who I connect with and that's who I, you know, believe in. And that's what helps me stay strong. So now I realize that he's leading the way. And as long as I keep Brandon Hudson's ego, and as long as I keep Brandon Hudson out of the front and center fold as like, this is me, I'm the guy, da, 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 da. And I say, hey, I'm just the delivery of, of, of the news, of delivery of the, the skill, the talents, and all the above. Mm-hmm then I stay okay. You know what I mean? The minute I start thinking it's the Brandon Hudson show, I get humbled really quickly. So, right. um, you know, I, I think it's important to have faith in, in, in all you do. So when you think about the sport that we do and the violence, quote unquote, that we do, we're all violent. Yeah. I believe that human beings are 50% angels and 50% demons, right? Mm-hmm. I think that every single person under the we the might right need a little bit more to the demon side, maybe. <laughs> maybe, you know what I mean? Maybe, but, you know, I think that, I mean, I think that everybody has a capability of doing evil and everybody has capability of doing good. And I think we have to nurture both of those sides, right? Yeah. Like, you you know, you know, the, the little old lady that goes to church every day and, and gives, you know, let God handle it, let her, everybody, and gets constantly gives, 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 and constantly gets taken advantage of. Yeah, she'll probably exactly. find her in heaven. But yeah. she's nurturing her angel too much. She needs to sometimes maybe cuss, cuss somebody out, right? Maybe right. she needs to stand up for herself every now and then. Mm-hmm. And then you also know the family member that's a really, really good dude that's got a good heart, really family, but he just can't get off of drugs or he just can't get out of that selfish mindset or that victim mindset. And he does some really terrible things that hurts people. You know, he's, he's nurturing his demon too much. Right. I think we have to nurture both a little bit. And that's why I do combat sports because it keeps me from, you know, especially in today's climate society, smacking the shit out of somebody that, you know yeah. what I mean? Is, yeah. is acting ridiculous. You know what I mean? And, you know, it keeps me from pulling over in traffic when I'm angry and, and going mm-hmm. off, you know, and it also humbles me. So, yeah, um, for sure. I, I think, you know, the more I learn about God and the more I, the closer I get to God and the more I develop, you know, myself, whether it's in fitness, you know, in karate or, or whatever it is that I'm doing. Uh, but some, somebody put it to me like this the other day, the, uh, the uh, root word of discipline is disciple, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I thought that, that that was interesting. And if you study, you know, if you study different, all, all types of different religions, but um, even the Bible, you know, a lot it talks about, you know, there's this warrior spirit to God and to Jesus and to the prophets and things like that. They go through such struggles in life. And, you know, you know what it's like being in jail. I've been in similar situations and really bad situations where, when you're struggling so much, this spirit comes out of you. That is, I wouldn't say it's evil, but it's, it's hard. You know what I mean? Um, you, you know, somebody who's been through the struggle, you know what I mean? And that, that, that kind of hard hearted type of, of a person that, and then, and then from there you have to like grow and develop and become disciplined, you know what I mean? And, and not let that get out of control because that you can kind of take that to the extreme too, and, and not care about, about anything anymore and just kind of go crazy. You know what I mean? But, uh, but in martial arts, you know, you learn about kind of a uh, balance, maybe a good word for it. 
Um, you know, I, I ran crazy a lot and got in a lot of fights and stuff like that. And once I started martial arts, I, that wasn't happening anymore. I walk with confidence. You know what I mean? I, I don't have to prove myself to anybody in, or anything like that. You know, it's, isn't not, it so? Isn't it so funny that <laughs> all the martial arts that we learn now that we do martial arts, we never get to practice on something yeah, like that. It's like you don't you even, know what I mean? yeah, which is yeah, great. man. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 I, I think, I think the element of, you know, obviously humility in, is there. Um, you know, I think the emotional control is really the biggest part where you're able to right. keep your control. Like, you know, you have a spar, hard spar match and, you know, somebody's, you know, doing something that's just aggravating. He's hurting you, but he's not, you know, destroying you. And he's just doing yeah. something that's aggravating. He's found a glitch in your matrix and, you know, it just, and you just want to go off on them, but you have to keep that control, man. That's huge, man. That's, that's really big when you're talking about the development of character and integrity for a human being, you know what I mean? And then like you touched on, I love what you said about the disciples of discipline, but what you also touched on with that hard work, um, you know, we get so used to sitting in cubicles or sitting in our air conditioned home and, 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 and don't get me wrong. I love my air conditioned home. And I love my heat home, but, but we get so used to that. And, and man was really never made for that. You know, man was right. really made for the elements of outside, you know, um, hunter gatherers, you know what I mean? You know, all, yes, man. We, we've, we've had so much that we're that evolved as, as a species that, you know, has now played right into the hand of, you know, you can say the enemy, um, or you can, you know, start talking about mental health and start talking about all these other things. And, um, you know, I'm big on this, this right now, I'm big on, you know, really owning the roles of your species, right? Like I'm a man, right. And I'm not getting like gender specific or, and, and I, I'm not, I'm not here to tell anybody how to live their life and what's right and what's wrong. But I do think that we have a duty to our species and is as, as a man, I, I need to, I need to step into that duty and be a man mm-hmm. in, in all ways. You know, I need, I need to be hardened. I need to be responsible. I need to be a leader. I need to be soft. I need to be understanding. I need yeah. to be all these things, man. So, you know, it's a big thing that I'm on right now because we do see a lot of, a lot of that example not being set by, you know, a lot yeah. of these, a lot of the men nowadays. For sure, man. And that's actually, I was going to, I was going to touch on that a little bit too. I was going to talk about, um, you know, as soon as I found out, I was having a baby daughter is when I got into martial arts, right? <laughs> I probably should have got into it a long time ago. But but as a man, you know, you have to be prepared. Uh, and God willing, I won't have to ever have to get into those situations, but you never know. But you have to be prepared to be able to protect your family. And uh, most people, I, I would say in our, in, in the, on the planet, but definitely in our country today, if they were to get attacked on the street, they have no idea how to defend themselves. You know, most men today, they have no idea. They cannot protect their family if they, if it really came down to it. You know what Dude, I mean? You and I are, are, are it's so crazy. These things you're bringing up because we're so in sync right now. One of my biggest fears before I started MMA, right? When I had my daughters, right? Was what if two guys, three guys attack me at the gas pump while she, while they're in the car? In the what car, right. Take off. Right. Right. Yeah. How, how would I defend myself? What would I do? Right. What? Yeah. It just, it's incredible that you say that because that was one of the fears that I had that pushed me to want to train like that as well, man. Yeah. And this real shit that happens in our, a lot in our society and happens more and more, you know, um, today in our, in our culture, you know, so gotta be prepared, gotta be prepared, especially if you're going to have little babies and stuff in the house and, and, and women around things like that. I mean, I, I don't know. Society's moving a, a large chunk. Society's moving away from that today, but there's got to be a group of us that make sure we stick to the roots of 
of how nature was really intended to be, man. And I think there is. I think there's a lot of us that still feel that, you know, a lot of those old school values and a lot of that traditional way of thinking. And, yeah. you know, there's a lot of us right now, you know, just as much as there's so many that are causing controversy and, and, and falling away, there's a very large majority of us that have uh, almost had enough. You know what I mean? Almost had enough of the bullshit. You know what I mean? We're, we're, we're getting back to what, what we need to do. You know, and, uh, you know, it's kind of like politics, right? You got the right, far right. You got the far left, right? Then you got a group of us that are like just in the middle where I think a lot of Democratic views are good and I think a lot of Republican views are good. And I just want to be represented by somebody who thinks like that, right? And I don't want to get into yeah. politics. I can give a shit about them. But right, right. it's like, I, I think that we all can mesh and, 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 and live in harmony and live together like we have been. So yeah, it seems like we're so far away from it though, man. But, but I've been hearing a lot of people talk like you're talking now though lately so which maybe there's some hope you know um but um but yeah man um a, a little bit more let's see we might be running out of time i don't know we got to talking man i don't even know how long we've been going but i try to keep these fairly short man because I'm, I'm i'm bringing on a lot of people i know they're busy and stuff like that um so i'm, I'm you know i'm not trying to do an hour two hour podcast just something no short you know what i mean um i notice first of all um where can people find you what are you building? What are you doing? What do you want people to know about? So, um, SBY, like Salisbury, SBY MMA and Fitness. Um, that would be my handle for Instagram. Um, you can just go right to my Facebook page, Brandon, B R A D E N, not O N, um, Hudson. Um, and, you know, I'm all over social media. I got a podcast called Champ Talk with Brandon Hudson. Um, we actually got a documentary on Amazon Prime called uh, The Price of Glory, the Taylor McMahon story. That was kind of like an accident accidental thing that kind of made through that came through check that out um yeah it's pretty cool and uh yeah i mean building you know we've got a we've got a great facility here i ended up part, um partnering with uh pure fitness pure fitness is is like a it's their kind of our own local franchise we have a seventy five thousand square foot uh fitness club you know what i mean it's got basketball courts and gym equipment all that and i actually lease ten thousand nine thousand square foot excuse me of space from them and um, we have multiple programs of about, I have about 300 members. You know, we have karate, jujitsu, kickboxing, uh, boxing and wrestling, kids programs, a whole nine. And uh, ultimately we're building, you know, we'll be in every pure fitness. There's six pure fitnesses here on the Eastern shore. Um, they're expanding past, uh, they're expanding in other markets as well. So, you know, um, we, we took a real big leap with, uh, we were in 3000 square foot over a year ago. We took a big leap when they expanded um, they went from 65,000, 60,000 square foot to, to 75. And we went from 3000 to nine. So with that being said, you know, you, I really learned all of the business business side of mm -hmm. running a mixed martial arts gym, you know, for the longest time I was kind of getting away with just kind of running as a one man operation and being able to kind of manage signups and front desk and all that. But as we grew, and, you know, I have 16 coaches on staff and, you know, I have a general manager, you know, I have, we have sales teams. So, you know, what we've done is or we're developing sales teams, excuse me. So what we've done is, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a machine now it, it's an operation. So, um, we're working this, this year, we're pushing a year and a half. We're working on perfecting our systems and SOPs and having, uh, people in person on place. And then that's when we'll be expanding and, and kind of going into other markets. It, it was a great thing because, you know, as it started off as me fighting and, and competing, turned into me as, you know, personal training, being a coach, owning a gym, being an MMA coach. You know, I got an opportunity with Brandon Brittingham, who's, uh, he's a part of our group that we're in apex. Yeah. Uh, 
he offered me a position to coach and re- recruit real estate agents. I don't know shit about real estate when I started, uh, but he saw the mindset and he saw, he was actually a guest on my podcast. That's opened me up to, you know, do public speaking and do some other things. You know what I mean? Get, you know, I've talked to schools, I've talked to, you know, companies and things like that. So it's, it's, it's really interesting. I've, I've gotten to the promoter side where we've put on some, sh- some uh, shows. We've got a TV deal out of that and other things that we've done here locally. So it's, um, it's just interesting where we started and where we're, where we're going. And, you know, ultimately we'd like to be in, you know, a hundred pure fitness across the country, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And have that opportunity for you to be able to, to train and do mixed martial arts, you know, kind of in more of a, of a, of a, family type of setting opposed to just like a, just like the MMA gym, you know, a lot of, a lot of these MMA gyms are just focused on really just like fighting and competing and who's got the best, this and that, a third. And I'm more about giving everybody the experience. I believe that the fighters and the programs and the things like that will, will emerge through numbers. You know what I mean? So um, that's, that's what I'm looking at to do in the next, you know, two to five years. Cool. So pure fitness is that, so that's the health club that you're kind of teaming up with are and are they expanding? throughout the yeah we have they have six facilities here on the eastern shore okay. um look like, a big, look like a big place you were showing me some some pictures i think maybe on the website or something when we met up but yeah yeah they're they're um well that that was just my facility that i showed you that that yeah. video yeah um there that was the upstairs so we, there's a whole nother it's 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 kind of like the the valleys of the la fitness model you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm. huge club yeah. Um, all class things like that. So they've got six six gyms here on the Eastern Shore, which everything is within you know less than an hour driving distance. Um, they're looking to go across the bridge here uh, in the next week. They've got a couple gyms that they're finalizing there. Um, they've got a couple gyms they're working on down in Florida, mm-hmm. and then they'll be going everywhere. So they're they're twenty twenty five years in the game. You know they've got their systems and processes mapped out. They're great. Uh, the owner the owners are good. One of my best friends which doesn't give me any kind of uh, any kind of help on, on, on any end, but he's a great mentor. He shows me, you know, a lot of the things that I don't see as a businessman, you know what I mean? And I, you know, that he does and especially on the gym side. So, uh, you know, success leaves clues, man, and they, they've got it mapped out. So I just, you know, I, I tailor and model their, their ways of doing things as far as how they do business. And um, we keep it consistent with the brand recognition and, you know, SBY and, and pure fitness have been a great relationship here for the past uh, four, five years. Excuse me. Nice, man. Very cool, man. I really like everything you have going on. Uh, cool stuff. So, um, Champ Talk is that what you're? You said you're rebranding. Is that still going to be the podcast name? Or are you going to do? Something yeah, like- yeah. It'll be Champ Talk with Brandon Hudson. We've got a new okay. studio. We've got a, you know new look, and just you know we're, we're just kind of kind of upgrading a little bit from where we went. You know where we were. Um, we had a good run. I got about ninety episodes. They're on Spotify, mm-hmm. um, Apple Music, and the videos of them are on my Facebook page and YouTube channels. So we haven't uploaded them all to my YouTube. That's kind of a new thing for me. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. it's kind of confusing, get, right? For sure. Yep. To get dialed in with that, but in there. Cool, man. Appreciate you coming on. Always good. Yeah. And, uh, look forward to seeing you again. So, um, yeah, man, I appreciate it. Thank you so much, brother. Like I said, it was an honor to be on. Absolutely. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode. We sure do appreciate it. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. And if you feel so inclined, please leave us a review. Until next time, friends.